It may feel like more than two and a half years, but we've come a long way over that time to understanding COVID. I've had it. I think pretty much I know has had it. Luckily, no one I know has had long COVID, at least to the best of my knowledge. Some may not want to share that information if it is the case. I could certainly understand that. Throughout the pandemic, London has been front and center in furthering our knowledge of the virus. And that continues today. Researchers at Lawson Health Research Institute have found that patients with post-COVID-19 condition, otherwise known as long COVID, have unique biomarkers in their blood. And they are now working on a blood test that could be used to diagnose long COVID. To talk about this, we're joined by Dr. Douglas Fraser from Lawson Health Research Institute. Appreciate your time today. Good morning. So what is the current method for diagnosing long COVID? So it's really based on on a clinical presentation. The patients will come in. They often have very diffuse symptoms. They can have anything from uh, neurological symptoms where they're complaining like they're in a fog and their thinking isn't quite right, to chest pain, to troubles breathing still, or just feeling terribly fatigued. So in terms of uh, finding these biomarkers in uh, the blood of those who have long COVID, how did this research come about for you? I think it was about six months ago, there was a, a big report out of France that suggested that long COVID wasn't real, that it was made up in your mind, or it's called ha- being psychosomatic. And that was because there was no diagnostic test. People had such varied symptoms and such varied complaints. And that was the the general thought initially. And so we decided to take it a step further and start to investigate patients that were showing up here in in London at at one of the clinics that looks after long COVID patients. And we started taking blood samples. And those blood samples we analyzed for a set of, of biomarkers which reflect blood vessels and what the blood blood vessels are up to. So we were thinking when we went into these experiments that you have such diffuse symptoms, the one area of the body that connects all your organs is your blood system, your blood vessels. Uh, so that's where we started off and, and we were really surprised by the findings that there was really dramatic changes going on that we can measure in the blood, which tells us that the blood vessels are extremely active. They're remodeling, they're changing, they're retracting, they're moving forward. They're probably looking for healthy tissue and trying to reestablish themselves after having COVID-19. How common or uncommon is it for there to be something like long COVID? Is there there something comparable to this in, in the virus world? Well, there, there are a few syndromes which look similar to this, and, and chronic fatigue syndrome, for example, would be one of them. And you know, for many, many years, chronic fatigue syndrome was also thought to be psychosomatic or made up in your mind. Uh, but then as the patients came in and they had similar symptoms and similar presentations, it started to be taken much more seriously. And many of these problems have a post-infectious uh, issue. So they've had an infection at some point and the immune system or the injury that occurs during that infection uh, starts to, to work and, and maybe starts to harm the body or create a healing phase uh, that creates these symptoms. So that's what we're seeing with COVID-19, but it's very, very specific. And it seems to involve, again, the blood vessels, which are probably 
injured during COVID-19, as well as the tissues, for example, in the lung. And now you've got blood vessels, which are always very dynamic. They're always looking for new tissue. They're always growing, retracting, but now they're doing it at an incredibly rapid rate. And we can measure that by looking at certain proteins that are floating around in the blood. So how would this test work and how could it change the understanding? Yeah, so the one thing that COVID-19 did was it really helped us develop better diagnostics. It really helped the whole field move forward. So because of that, we're much better at creating diagnostics, particularly what we call point of care. So, for example, you're in a family medicine office or, or even you can buy a test off the shelf. So what we're looking to do is to develop a point of care test where you would do a finger prick on your finger, just as if you were checking for your blood sugar, if you have diabetes, a few drops of blood on a little cassette, and that would tell you whether you are positive for long COVID or not. And the advantage of that, imagine being a clinician and patient after patient comes in with very diffuse symptoms, very diffuse complaints, and trying to determine what's going on with each of them, ruling out anything bad, but also offering them reassurance. And it's very, very difficult. So what happens is we tend to throw a lot of tests at these patients. We'll do blood work, we'll do imaging, we'll do all sorts of things. We'll see them over and over again. But if we had a test to say, listen, you've had COVID and that will be part of the test as well. So you'll have antibodies against the SARS-CoV-2 virus. And then you'll have these markers, which suggest you have long COVID. So when you come in, we can do that right away and we can say, okay, you know what? We don't need to go any further with testing. This is the problem. It will resolve with time, and we want to offer you some reassurance. So it, it has incredible um, uh, potential to reduce healthcare dollar spending on patients, as well as giving a definitive diagnosis and being able to give your patients some reassurance. How common is long COVID? And as we have this pandemic evolve, it's in a different stage now, but we're still in a pandemic. Could we see more cases of long COVID? So right now, the general estimate is about 30% of patients that have SARS-CoV-2 have some degree of symptoms that are occurring weeks to months out and lasting for a very long period. Sometimes they're mild, sometimes they're quite severe, but about 30% of patients who are infected will get these symptoms or some, some uh, uh, pattern of these symptoms. So it's very, very common. It's actually estimated that about 15% of the workforce is currently off right now because of long COVID. They're fatigued. They're tired. It's not necessarily due to stress. It could be from a previous COVID infection. So it's very, very frequent. Uh, The estimates, 111,000 patients are diagnosed with long COVID based on clinical grounds every day in the U.S. right now. So it is very frequent and it likely will increase with time as the virus still spreads around. Vaccination doesn't seem to fully protect you from long COVID. And even though the viruses seem to be becoming less virulent, uh, they still seem to be able to produce long COVID symptoms. So we w- should be seeing more of this. We will follow with interest. Uh, Dr. Fraser, appreciate the time today. Thank you very much. Thank you. That's uh, Dr. Douglas Fraser from the Lawson Health Research Institute. Very A very interesting...